0: Welcome to the Power of Positivity podcast, a weekly show dedicated to help you crush your goals one day at a time. My aim is to give you actionable steps that you can take towards your life, business, health, and more to reach that next level and truly start seeing the results you're looking for. So let's get into it. What is going on everyone welcome in to another episode of the power of positivity podcast my name is andy and i appreciate you taking some time out of your day to come and spend with me and all of these wonderful people listening just before we get started if you would like to download the free audio slash ebook of why your mindset stops your success you can do that the link is in the description we've already got a bunch of people who have read and listened to the book and have had great feedback so far so if that is something that you're interested in be sure to give that a download We're also aiming for 20,000 downloads this year. This is the first goal we've ever reached or went for when it comes to the podcast. So if you do enjoy this episode, if you just share it with one person or anywhere on social media, just tag me and it would mean the world to me. The podcast is growing and we're closing in on 200 downloads in a week. So it is exciting. I'm really, really happy that so many people are enjoying the podcast return and I've been loving making them. So yeah, let's get straight into it. Today we're going to be talking about some of the best habits that you need to be implementing in your life today and this is what's going to help you push forward with what you want to do, push forward with your life, push forward with your habits, your, anything that you're really trying to do you are surrounded by your habits. What your habits are define the type of person that you're going to become. If you stay in your bed till three o'clock in the afternoon, then that is the type of person you are. You know, you're probably not someone who's very productive when they get up, you're probably quite lazy, and you'll stay probably watching Netflix or YouTube the rest of the day. I mean, I'm not completely assuming that is with everyone because yes, some people work the night shift and don't get up till there so then they have to go and do some stuff. Some people have health things that need to get sorted. In general if you do not have good habits then more likely or not your life is not as productive as you'd like it to be but we're going to try and change that today. Habits have always been something that I've been big on but have struggled for a long time keeping them just like everyone else for a long time. This is actually the first time I've ever been able to keep a habit or a track of a habit anyway for more than 100 days of me trying it because in the past I've probably kept habits up for much longer. I've just never kept track of it and really think about why I'm doing it or the purpose of me doing it. However, this is the first time I've been able to do this with recently passing reading and fitness of a hundred days or more which has been fantastic and this came a lot thanks to the first book I had read since high school and it was Atomic Habits by James Clear. It's weird that the first book I ever read was on habits and I don't know if there was ever a meaning behind me choosing that book to read first or if it was because I was gifted it and thought you know this is the best starting stone for what I want to do and just went for it. See I'd never liked books before, I'd never really liked reading that much. So I didn't do it. You know, I didn't enjoy it. I didn't think they had much value to me. And I don't know why because they really really do and they have a lot to them, but there was a, always a big flaw when it came to consumption. It stopped me from ever moving forward. Problem that so many of us have when it comes to trying to implement new habits into our life or watching content to be a better person is that we don't actually implement any of it. If I were to ask you the most recent thing you watched that was aiming to try to help you better yourself this could be on youtube a book podcast a ted talk anything like that and then a week later i was to ask you what were the lessons you learned in that specific ted talk in that specific video you probably can't tell me because you've just not actually learned it you've not taken anything in all you've done is feel good about yourself that you're actually learning put in sort of quotations and not doing anything with it we always think we are doing better when we listen to that podcast or we read that book that's going to help us push forward or we watch that video that's telling us how to better our lives. But then we go away and we don't actually do anything. What we have is this mindset that's stuck in the same place, but we think we're further ahead than we actually are. This is why this podcast is dedicated to habits. To try to hopefully help push you a little bit today just to take one actionable step that you learn from this. So if you've got your phone, if you've got a notepad or anything. I want you to start taking notes on this podcast and it doesn't have to be long it doesn't have to be massive amounts of notes but I want you to ask some questions of yourself as I'm talking through this some of the things you can maybe try yourself today and maybe it will stick maybe it won't maybe you'll realize the thing that I'm talking about today doesn't work for you and great because then you've actually took actionable steps on what you have understood from me talking in the next chapter of whatever you're wanting to do yes I get it When you're watching a video, you can watch the video for 15 minutes and then the video is over. Great. But the only way to actually make a change in your life is to take the time to write notes and fully understand what you're talking about. Could you explain what you learned in a video last week to someone if they asked you? If you can, you're actively taking the steps to push yourself forward and be a better you in the real world instead of just in your head and constantly thinking, yeah, I'm doing great. I'm listening to this podcast every single morning. I'm reading this book every single morning do you really understand it or are you just there to say that you're there? This is why we need to really hone in on this and most of us fall into the trap of doing just that because I know I did. I'm now taking a little bit more time to develop that further and make actionable steps on the things I'm consuming. Yes I may read a lot less books than someone did in a year but could they retain everything they've learned? Most likely not, unless they're an absolute super genius, I mean, fair play. If instead, I create a notion template where I can overview of all the books I've learned, the questions I need to consistently ask myself to help with active learning, and really learn how to implement what I have been taught within these books, whether that be self-development or any other book that I read. We mindlessly walk about in our day-to-day life not really thinking about what we're doing. And if we just took a second to truly think about it, we could see a lot differently. So let's look at some examples, you know, getting up and checking your phone instantly. There's already a massive amount of negative impact that doing this has, yet we continue to do it. Playing games at times that you didn't need to because the controller was right in front of you. It was easy. I was able to just pick up the controller and play the game because it was right beside me. See, the main focus of the book was to make bad habits unattractive, but the good habits easier and more attractive. If I have my phone right beside me whenever I'm doing my work and it's face up and my phone goes off, your instinct is to look over and check the notification. If your controller is right beside your desk and hands reach, you're more likely to reach over to it at a time where you've got a little bit of free space in your mind and a little bit of free time before something comes up next to play a few games. And that could have been spent doing something that's actively progressing you further. See how all of these small things can lead to a productive and non-productive day And it's a cycle that we do over and over again, but never actually take control of it. We don't even realize we're doing it most of the time. Again, if someone is in a really bad habit of drinking energy drinks, if you have a fridge behind you that's full of energy drinks, then you're more likely to reach them. Just as likely as you're going to eat bad stuff in your house if you buy the stuff that is bad in your house. If you've not got the stuff there, you're not going to eat it. You're going to have the stuff that's there that's good. There are so many habits that we do on the fly and we never actually look at them. And this is what I want you to do. Start looking at some of the things you're doing in your life without even thinking about it. Did you just look over at your phone when notification came up? Turn over the phone, put it to the side, get it out of your room, anything like that. Is your controller right beside you ready for you to play games whenever you want? Take the controller out of the USB, tie it up and put it on top of the cupboard. Anything that makes the bad habits harder and less attractive and maybe get a notepad on your desk right in front of you with a pen ready to go that actually works. So that means if an idea comes to your head but you're really working on something right now and you want to remain focused on that, you write the idea down and you get back to work. It's small good habits that are built up over time that will allow you to see an active change in yourself. When you make the cue obvious in your brain, the environment is able to make these changes for you without you actually thinking about it. Now that I don't have my controller right beside me and it's not in my grasp, I don't really feel the need to play any games. I can just watch a video to help me learn and write on it, write another script for YouTube, write another script for this podcast and more. I have the ability to do things more productive and my brain doesn't have to challenge itself and use more power to just say, no, don't play the game at the moment because eventually you're going to crumble and you know it. One of the best things i done was set specific places in my room for tasks that I wanted to do, with further information meaning better habits. But the important thing here is to find a new and different location for each habit that you're doing, and something that doesn't already have one. If your chair is where you often just play your games, and that's the time when you're relaxing, when you're sitting on that chair, watching YouTube videos, watching Netflix, anything like that, don't make that chair the place where you're reading books. Choose a different place. Our mind has to challenge certain things when it's in the same location that it's used to. If you're so used to watching Netflix when you're lying at a certain place in your bed, then don't make a good habit in that exact same place. Because you're just challenging yourself to see how hard you can hold on for until your brain eventually says, you know what, fuck this, put on Netflix and it happens to all of us, it's not an uncommon thing, and we have all fell into bad habits again and again and again because of this. We try to challenge where our bad habits are with good habits to sort of replace it, but it doesn't work like that, because at the start, when we don't even have the habit built, we're just trying to build the discipline to even do the habit We're making it so much harder for ourselves to actually do this habit and maybe work on something that's going to better us in the long run because the thing with short-term gratification is screaming at us to use. This is where habit stacking comes in as well. Now habit stacking is basically a form of what it says, stacking habits on top of one another and this is where good habits come in. I've been using things like the Miracle Morning to help me do this, but you can really do it with anything that you want. The formula basically goes as when you do said habit and after you've completed said habit, you will do said habit too. So for example, when I have read 10 pages of my book for the day, I will get up and I'll brush my teeth. It's two good habits built on top of one another to help you progress with what you want to do. And eventually this can go further and further and further and you're stacking good habits on top of one another for what you want to do. When I get up, I'm going to have 10 minutes of silence to center myself for the day. And after my 10 minutes of silence, I'm going to go downstairs and get a nice healthy breakfast. After my breakfast, I'm going to come back up and read 10 minutes of my book. And after I finish my book, I'm going to get ready to go to the gym. Do you see how these habits just stack on top of one another? And when you place a location, a time, and be very specific with what you want to do, it makes it so much easier to actually get into the rhythm of doing these habits and not forcing yourself, but getting yourself into the mindset of this is how we are actually moving forward because in the long run, these are all going to pay off. This isn't about short-term gratification. This isn't about getting a like on social media. This is about actually changing your life for the better because you're determined to do that instead of sitting in your arse for the rest of your life, looking back and thinking, wow, I did fuck all. (laughs) I'm going to talk about some of the most beneficial habits that I have built over this time of me really keeping track of it and understanding them more, writing about it and seeing what works for me and what doesn't. Some of these might work great for you, some of these might not but we'll go through them so that you can get a better understanding of maybe what screams out to you you know because everyone's different. The first one is working out and of course this one should be kind of obvious to everyone whether you liked PE or not in school you know that having better physicality will be better for you mentally and probably a lot of other areas yes there's a lot of us who don't like to work out and I get that so that's maybe not for everyone but working out doesn't have to be this intense weightlifting session or this run that you're nearly dying on when you get back this could be as simple as walking. And this is actually what I've been trying to do for most days in reach 10k steps every single day that I've been doing this. Successfully doing so, apart from maybe two or three days out of this whole time me trying it. The amazing thing about walking is it doesn't only have so many health benefits, it allows you to do other things during it, appreciate the scenery that you're going by, talking to people as you're walking by them, listening to a podcast or a book, even listening to music and you have a lot of options when it comes to walking and yes, I know it's a toll on some people as well and by the end of some walks I am definitely shattered from it but that is such a great way to be able to get out into nature, into anything and just relax a little bit more and you're still working on your fitness. You don't need to be this gym freak or someone who's going 40k runs every day to be physically fit. Going a walk has a lot more benefits than people often realise and just because it's walking does not mean it's good for you and I would highly recommend it for literally everyone if that's something you can do in your life. The next one has been reading. I've improved my knowledge heavily when it comes to reading. I've only finished, I'd say hard copies anyway, three books so far. I've listened to a lot more and I listened to them on repeat actually. I've listened to The One Thing and All Marketers Are Liars probably about 14 times each when I'm on my walks and this is to help me fully understand what it is and start implementing the things into my life that I learned, that I liked from the books and they've been really good for when I'm going my walks. This is also going to allow me to become a better coach in the future. And for any of you who are curious, I am working towards becoming a mindset coach, someone who will help you develop your life in a lot of different areas and really push for what you want to do within your business. You know, I don't want it to be some form of life coach. I'm wanting to help someone push forward and actually take action on their business and develop their habits to do so, so that they're not just sitting in a rut and doing absolutely nothing with what they're doing. My aim is to become the best in the world, and that is a very fucking bold statement, but I hold too many limitations for myself, and I think we all do as well. Why not break down those barriers and just say, screw it. I'm going to aim as high as I possibly can and help as many people as I possibly can and that's exactly what I'm going to do and reading has helped clear that out a little bit for me and has allowed me to progress further with my beta coaching that I'm near enough finished with now which is really exciting and start working on my introductory course to that and if anyone is interested by the way in learning more about that and when it comes up the email list which you will be a part of if you get the free audio and ebook will be the best place to know about that and probably also my Instagram is where I'll keep most people updated on everything going on there. Reading is extremely beneficial because you can learn from people who were ambitious before you, who were who successful before you, who are just better than you and can really help you see different sides and lights to situations you probably didn't before and couldn't recommend it enough for anyone really looking to develop themselves. This is probably the first one I would recommend for anyone looking to take their life to the next level. And it's not just about the reading, it's about implementing. That's the important part. Next up is meditating, and this has allowed me to focus more on my day to day without distractions. I know that we all live in such a hectic world that we think meditating is such a stupid idea, and I know I felt that for a long time, and I never really tried it. And whenever I did try it, I just did not and could not do it at all. I just, I yeah, I I wasn't good at it. But what I realized was that even if you sit there for a minute, just to yourself, thinking about some of the things that are coming to your mind at random. And you take the time to just be present. That can be really powerful. And I'm not one of those guys who's all the woo-woo shit and believes in all of it. But I am someone who understands why meditating is so important for a lot of people. And I am someone who really likes things backed up by data. And meditating has that. I really never knew of before doing some research for it. Meditating has a lot of health benefits. And if even for a day you can sit there for one minute and just be present, you can be ready for the day. You're telling yourself that you're the first person who matters the most because often we'll wake up and we'll think about someone else first. We have to get to work for the boss. We have to do this work for someone else. Why should we not wake up each morning and say, I'm doing this for me, even if it is as small as a minute? Give it a try and don't be too worried about your mind racing because I know my mind still races to this day and it's hard to sometimes sort of let go and just be there but you're taking time for yourself and I think that's the important part. So try it, give it a shot and let me know what you think. The final one that I'm going to talk about today is journaling. Now there's a lot more that I could talk about and there's more that I will talk about in the future, but I wanted to focus on these four just for the time being so that we could get a better understanding of some of them and you better still be taking those notes on your phone, on your laptop, on a piece of paper, anything, because I want to see some of you implement these. Journaling has helped me stay more focused on the goals that I actually want to achieve. As we talked about before, we often do a lot of things that don't get us to where we want to go, or we end up just in the consume loop where we consume, we consume, we consume, and we never actually take action. So what journaling has allowed me to do is sort of look at everything that I'm doing in my life, how I can improve, and declutter everything that's going on. You start to be more conscious of what goes on around your life and make adjustments each week to suit that sort of person. In the diary that I have it asks weekly questions and notes that you have for yourself and each week I describe how I'm feeling, what I'm working on and what maybe is not working so that I can adjust. My morning and evening routine have stayed mostly the same in regards to those habits in that area because I've been able to sort of journal my thoughts and what I'm doing. Now journaling again was something I was never good at in the past because I'd always grab a piece of paper, I'd write down the day and then I'd write down how I felt that day and that just didn't work. So I purchased the six minute diary to see how other people done it and the six minute diary allowed me to be more clear with the questions that were being answered and just allow me to have more purpose with what I'm actually doing rather than just writing for the sake of writing. And in the future, I'm hoping to make one of my own that really targets the areas that helped me change my life in a lot of different manners and actually focus on what I'm wanting to do. As I said, you know, these habits are things that take time to build and to build the discipline for the habit to become natural is going to take a little bit of strength to get through the days that are harder than others. But if you make the decision today to take one actionable step from what you've learned from this podcast and start asking yourself some of the questions you've written down for yourself, I can guarantee that in a few weeks you'll look back on those and think, you know what, that wasn't so hard. That didn't actually take that much effort. The limitation and a blockade that we consistently put up that never allows us to move forward with what we want to do. Stop putting up that blockade and stop allowing that limitation to hold you back from the person you want to be. There was a really amazing quote I heard and I can't remember where I heard it or who said it, but it basically stated that if you died and you were to look back on your life and someone showed you the person you are and the person you could have become and you've seen that person you could have become, with the person you are today, right now, would you be happy with that person? Would that person who could have been be similar to the person that you are today and are working towards? And if not, What are you doing to actively change that? And if that answer is nothing, make today the day that you make that change and say to yourself, fuck it. I'm gonna give it my best shot. I'm gonna try to be the best person that I can be. I'm gonna try to do the best things I can, and I'm gonna try and live the best life I can. Because no one can stop you from doing that. Becoming the best version of yourself requires you to continuously edit your beliefs and to upgrade and expand your identity. James Clear thank you for listening to this episode of the Power of Positivity podcast. Have a fantastic day.